Welcome to the GNO podcast. There are a lot of beliefs, opinions, and values out there, and nailing down yours can be tricky. Join us as we explore and discuss a variety of topics to help us figure out who we are, decide who we want to become, and learn how to best support each other along the way. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the GNO podcast. I'm Courtney, one of your hosts. I'm Catherine. I'm Olivia. I'm another host, and Catherine's also a host. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like we need to say that. But. I feel like people know that, but then whenever I start going for it, I say, say, "Just I'm Courtney." I can't say, "Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the GNO podcast." I'm Courtney. Well, like that God. doesn't feel like enough. I think you can say that. But when I listen to podcasts, sometimes I'm just like listening to a random episode of a show I've never listened to before. Mm-hmm. I like to know who's considered because oh. sometimes I get thrown because I'm like, oh, were they not the host? I liked them last. Like, it just got it. Yes, and I know that fair. we have thousands of new listeners every episode. Every and episode. So, <laughs> but I feel like if they weren't the host, they would be like, and this is our guest, Olivia, you know, or, like, hey, guys, welcome back. I'm a guest. You yeah. think you think, I mean, I think but we I've can just thrown. say our names. And then if we had a guest, we'd be like, and today our guest is I feel like I need a filler. So oh next time it may be like, hey, okay. welcome back. I'm Courtney. I like snickerdoodle cookies. You know, like there's going to be but like some don't. kind of. I do like snickerdoodles. Some random fun fact, you know. But you don't like sweets. I don't. But when I do eat sweets, so I like snickerdoodles. Yes. She's I like snickerdoodle cookies. I like oatmeal, oatmeal raisin, raisin cookies. And I like chocolate chip cookie dough without the chocolate chips. And I like, no, but the dough's different. The dough is a little different. It is, you know, so like some sweets here and there. Goodness. So, but yeah, like, do I just say, like, say a fun fact? I don't know. We'll figure it out. I like that. We'll like start testing it out. Yeah. Yeah, Like, hey, I'm Olivia. I run, but like, they know that. And I like purple Doritos because they're the best. That's right. And I'm Catherine and I like the lake. Okay. <laughs> Very generic. Most interesting thing about wow, you. Apparently. For both of your your alls. Like much. I said, I like to run. I, I like, like the, the lake. lake. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I get like snickerdoodle cookies. Mine was yeah. the coolest. Wow. So of course you would say that you for also yourself. Gave us ours. Yeah. We didn't even get that <laughs> anyways. Whatever. <laughs> and we might even disagree with it. That may be what we do is we just give fun facts for We oh how about gosh. next time we introduce each other yes. and then they'll be really confused. Like, wait, which one's Courtney and which one's Olivia? Yeah, because we still because we still all sound alike still too. So I will. That would be I know. So I wanna know now because we've gotten that feedback, especially at the beginning. But I want to know now for people who have listened for a while, do they still think we sound alike? Like yeah. people who don't know all of us. Because yeah. people who knew all of us going in, I think, could tell us apart. For sure. Already. But people who didn't, how do they feel now? Yeah. Can you mm. differentiate? Mm-hmm. Let us know. Yeah, we'll have Let to, us know. We'll have to pull you guys Can you tell one. who's speaking now? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, was wow. my, that was me trying to imitate Catherine. <laughs> What? We could okay. use this to our advantage, though. And like, if I pretend that I'm Courtney, I can say really embarrassing things about myself. Oh. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, bad idea. So I don't know if I want people to be able to differentiate. Or if I say something really stupid, maybe they'll assume that, that I'm one of you guys. But I'm I Catherine. Yeah, person. I was like, you're looking at me. So apparently, I say <laughs> stupid stuff. Good to know. No, no. Uh, this would be me. <laughs> so it's all good. I just man. 
anyways, this has gone downhill for me. It has. It for has. you specifically. We, yeah, for me specifically. Um, we're going to just go ahead and start with our scripted content. <laughs> it's not scripted. <laughs> it's not. So we're resuming our um, conversation about purity culture. Woo. Yeah. Fun <laughs> one. Um, second episode back. And so if you didn't listen to last week's, oh, you yeah. should listen to it first. But also, I feel like we should give a caveat. Yes. As we go in. But maybe caveat. Caveat is that this episode will discuss sex and matters <laughs> pertaining to that so subject. <laughs> um, so yeah, hide your kids. <laughs> um, and if this is triggering for you yeah. in some way, just maybe tune in next week. I mean, mm-hmm. definitely tune in next week because we won't be talking about <laughs> Not this maybe. Next week. Please come back. <laughs> um, yeah. So just want to be mindful. Yeah, yes, that. Absolutely. And this is also coming from a perspective um of christianity i guess Mm -hmm. so purity culture is something that is referred to typically in christian circles so um if religion is something that's maybe triggering Mm -hmm. for you be aware of that as well yeah and this is just based on our experiences and our Mm -hmm. upbringing and our interactions with this topic um i know last week we did bring some facts and olivia did her famous deep dive um and then we just kind of shared more but we're going to get more into some personal stories too so just know like these are experiences and Mm -hmm. that's really where we want to lead from well speaking about our experiences last time we talked about our childhood and how purity culture impacted our childhood i'm curious to hear how it's impacted your adulthood you know what's interesting is i feel like it wasn't until mm, i want to say even post-college that i even like recognized that purity culture was a movement. Mm. Does that make sense? Like Mm -hmm. I, because it was just so inundated into Mm -hmm. my upbringing. Like I talked about last week in my church environment Mm -hmm. and even kind of bled into school, even though I was in the public school system that it just, I don't think I recognized that it was this thing and this movement or even that it had a name. Like, I don't think Mm -hmm. I could have told you in high school or maybe even college, like, Oh yeah, purity culture. Like, I don't know. I just don't. Well, I, That brings up an interesting question I've had is like, did the name exist? Yeah. Like, did it have a name like that? Right. Or is that a name that maybe kind of developed a negative? Yeah. Developed and had this negative connotation Mm -hmm. when referring to something that was seemingly historical. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's true. Cause I, I really don't remember that until recently. Yeah. Hmm. So maybe if you're saying that that seems familiar to you too, then maybe that is like, what do you think? Or is that something you like remember growing up like purity culture or no? Um, like that, that phrase. I don't think, no, not purity culture, but (laughs) purity. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think it was until much later as well. Like Mm -hmm. again, probably I think I picked up on some of it in college as I was kind of like, for me personally, like stepping, not stepping away, but like, like pursuing faith on my own apart mm-hmm. from my parents, yeah. apart from going every Wednesday, things like that. And like, mm-hmm. not saying that, yeah, just not diving too much into that. But anyways, so with that, I started to see how that was playing out even within the campus ministry I was a part of mm-hmm. and attending to. Uh, and again, some of those things we talked about last week, 
one piece swimsuits, no leggings, no yoga pants, anything, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and it wasn't so much of like, you can't wear this, but it, again, there was this huge emphasis on the woman, it's your fault, you know, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing, like just serve your brothers and Mm -hmm. like, and I get like, I don't know. I don't know. That was just a lot still mm-hmm. too, even in college. For and sure. so, mm-hmm. but yes, kind of carried. Yeah. Over. Sorry. I like digress for a second, <laughs> but <laughs> to answer your question, <laughs> purity culture. No, yeah. not a thing when I was like actually yeah. living in it. Yeah. 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 Just a way of living. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think for me, how it has kind of affected my adulthood. I think that subconsciously there was a lot of shame associated with my body and like Mm. physicality and like just yeah all of that stuff because that's what was taught Mm. growing up is that you should be ashamed of your body I mean honestly like that was part of the movement even if it's Mm. not what people were saying like hey be ashamed of your body the things they were telling us to do or not do led to that yeah so I Mm -hmm. think there was shame associated and I think I realized that in college and post-college and then was like no like this there Mm. should not be and this is not right like and this isn't correct and I don't believe that any any female you know should feel that way based on this Mm -hmm. movement um of purity culture so I think that was one thing and then I think it just led to just some incorrect views on what sex and marriage and all of that meant because of this fear invoking Mm. premise that was taught growing up and like Olivia said I believe in her deep dive that oh yeah with the I Kiss Dating Goodbye book by Josh Harris which we referenced it was basically like be friends courtship and then then you're married one day and like flip a switch and now like you Mm. have to figure out sex and desires and all these things and while that wasn't my like personal experience I think just that culture and and those views kind of bled into like what does this mean in adulthood Mm -hmm. and like what does that look like because that's just kind of the culture I grew up in Mm -hmm. and and I will say I think for me in the church growing up like sex and purity really wasn't talked about I mentioned that last time it was kind of like certain people just kind of held these views and would talk about things like don't share your cleavage and stuff like that but it was never talked about like from the pulpit or in Sunday school like I mean, <laughs> I remember like sex ed in high school and middle school. And like Courtney talked about that a little bit last yeah. time and just like wellness class. And that's like the physicality stuff and like STDs and all that. But as far as just like sex and healthy relationships and all that, like what was taught in church was don't sex before you're married. Mm-hmm. And that's all like, that's, that's the rule. That really was. Okay. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and it was almost like, I felt like, in my youth group at one point too, like I just felt like that was like the worst thing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you could do like, oh, yeah. go shoot, go light a cigarette up, go get your <laughs> tattoos, yeah. go drink underage. But if you that. get pregnant or if right. you have sex, right. you might as well not ever show your face around here again. Yeah. And it's like, right. dang, I'm pretty sure that's not what the gospel preaches, but that yeah. could just be me. Grace uh, is thrown out the window. Forget yeah. about Grace when Grace, it comes to Grace sex. Grace who? Yeah. Who yeah. was that? Who was she? Grace. Specifically <laughs> if you're a woman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Specifically. Well, and I think about, as we're talking about adulthood too, like, so something that I also looked at was I probably 
viewed a lot of my friends as they kind of weaved and bobbed throughout purity culture or stepping out of like the bounds of what, you know, purity culture says or how we're supposed to act and things like that. And so I think there were even times that I like witnessed hurts that my friends may have experienced or from the church or whatever. But then also I think there were times that I have even been judgmental Mm. of friends in the past. Mm. And I've had to like check, like, where's that coming from? You know, Mm. what is that rooted? What is that rooted in? And so I don't know, like that's been an experience as well. And then again, like just speaking about judgments, like I know of someone who even went to like a Christian university, Mm. right? This is like a prime example. And nowhere does it say like, like they had gone through, okay, long story short, what happened? A girl ended up getting pregnant Uh at a Christian university. She is then kicked out of the university. Mm. Happened at my school too. Where, what happened to the guy? What happened to the father? Right. Nothing. Still in class. Yep. 100%. Still in class. Same thing. And yet she was dismissed from the campus. And they would never have known that the guy had had sex because right. he's not going to show. No, yeah. There's no evidence showing no that evidence. he, yes. And so that like infuriates me Oh yeah, as well. And so I didn't go to a Christian university, but I know mm-hmm. of one that that happened at. Yeah. And I was appalled and I actually know a person that happened to. Yeah. And same. It is wild to me. That's that is nice. baffling. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, how, how does that yeah. display care or yeah. love or, or support grace. or gr- again, <laughs> Back to grace. Where, she where is she? <laughs> you know, yeah. she needs to be present. Yeah. yeah. And so, <laughs> and like, what does that do? Like if, if what anything, it's like, the oh, guy so you're pregnant, you're choosing to have this baby, I guess in this case, and we're going to put you out on the streets and you're not going to get an education because you made a mistake teach. in our yeah. eyes. Like what? Yep. We'll show you. Yeah. But also for the guy, what does that yeah. communicate? That you can get away with whatever you want. And there I'm are no consequences for any of your actions. man's world. <laughs> I'm assuming well. that the school was also probably going to be pro-life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which oh, yeah. Adds a oh, whole yeah. Other That's element. a whole other dimension too <laughs> because yeah. it's for like, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like pro-life but we're kicking you out and you can't but we're not gonna equip you with an education so you can be in these streets trying the man who was there he just live his life let him live his life gonna keep chilling over here yeah and so i don't know so being an adult too i think like also you know i've been very open on the podcast talking about like singleness and going on dates and things like that but i think even being an adult and still having probably some of the purity culture like back backing in lenses you know Mm -hmm. at times Mm -hmm. around me it's like going on dates I'm like okay like don't be promiscuous in your speech or action but like you got to be flirty girl like they need to know that you're interested you know but then like but like not too interested you know but then like don't show that elbow homie might stumble you know and it's like like where do I you know what do I do with that and so um I don't know I and I can't speak too much to like, you know, what it's like after you're married and things like that and stuff, but like what you guys have experienced. But, um, I will say, yeah, there has, has still been like this fear of like, okay, am I going to be less than, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's like, there's already so much competition in the world. (laughs) At least it feels like it. Right. It feels like I'm like, dang, like, okay, she 
has this, this, and this going for, okay, mm-hmm. well, I've got this, this, and this, and you know, how can I have, how can I get like a leg up on somebody mm-hmm. or whatever? So I don't know. Mm-hmm. See, 20 years later and it's still in there. Even I do. If I we... think it pops up sometimes. Oh, yeah. truthfully. It resurfaces whether I'm like consciously right, aware of it or not sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's what we were like surrounded by and ingrained with and even if we're now like hey that was harmful and not good and it taught a lot of negative yeah. things i still like have these some conscious At age 29 or, yeah yeah, yeah yep. for sure yeah what about mm. you love well mine isn't really from personal like my self-experience because like i said i just really wasn't chilling inundated with a lot of that Love but it. are you like super um, upset that you never went to the silver ring thing i <laughs> didn't even know that silver so it's, it was called silver ring thing yeah yes oh i thought that you won it or you were talking about the purity ring? i was talking about purity okay ring. but I silver ring purity is ring. A, okay that's a like a silver ring that yeah and it's yeah. like a trademarked silver ring thing. yeah first thessalonians 4 7 i uh-huh. think is what was on it's it the scripture and it's like the that scripture about mm-hmm. abstaining and your body is holy and all that and you wear the ring and then you sign a little card that's yep, like i will covenant. wait mm-hmm. and then okay. you're supposed to give that to your spouse when mm-hmm. you get married okay yeah. interesting so, so no pledging the to card. the father but pledging to yourself really yes which i would prefer that yeah over <laughs> over the father over hey, harry, ben. harry. <laughs> yeah hey pop <laughs> shall um. we go to this ball <laughs> <laughs> my dad would be like girl what are you talking about <laughs> no. i was a missionette and we did go to a ball there and dad got to escort me in it wasn't a ball actually but that's a whole other <laughs> ballpark you guys are like a mission I know. What, like, what does that mean what is a yeah missionette? you guys didn't know okay i don't so know that word how so i grew up in an assemblies of god church okay and uh within that we had like it's pretty much like the christian version of like girl scouts and boy okay. scouts so you had missionettes and you had royal rangers no. oh my god and the boys oh, were didn't. royal rangers yes we did but again this contributes that... to some of the things right because the boys got to go outside yep. and we're like camping building fires and they were called rangers and all and they were called rangers and what were we doing we were sewing and we were did you do cooking, like table etiquette and, and we stuff? were like doing yes at times yep. and yep. so um but the only time the boys and girls are together is when you start off as rainbows okay what and then you go from rainbow so then from the girls side you go you're a rainbow and each grade level is like a different thing, no, right? No. So, and some of the grades are combined. So, a rainbow, a prim, a daisy, no. a star, and girls only. Oh my gosh. Those are the group names. <laughs> and if you go all the way through them all, a prim. Um, and then you like go to the dance or like the, um, ceremony or whatever and uh-huh. you're like in a nice dress like i went and got this beautiful like prom dress yeah. like and my dad escorted me down oh and they like gosh. presented me with like a pin and things like that oh but typically gosh. like you can get scholarship money for wow. a school okay um and so for college and, and i'm so. assuming the boys were not daisies and prim they were no they were something else i don't even know what all of theirs but were but my brothers were in royal yeah. rangers and they like oh, learned all these survival gosh. life skills and like went to the lost sea multiple times oh, and like my gosh. um and yet and we fought for the girls' side to be able to go to the lost sea. Yeah. And they let them go, like, late, Dang. like, far down the road, years, you know, down the road. 
and they went like once or twice but yeah i want a picture but my thing is like i want to be able to do both things like if i want to know how to sew i can sew yeah but then also like let me go out here and like canoe down the river right and like if i get knocked out of a canoe maybe i should know how to like get Mm. back in it i don't know for sure so anyways i'll bring in pictures sometimes but i I did i had sashes and i would like literally you would get a little um patch and you would iron your patch onto your my gosh your sash that is wow. So, wow. We just went on a tangent there. Yeah, we did. Sorry. We're back to you. But you guys were like, mission. <laughs> yes, I know. Know. Again, this contributes to purity yeah. culture, yeah, though. Yeah, it really does. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, my brush with it was probably in college. Um, I was part of RUF, Reformed University Fellowship, and that housed a lot of people who were very inundated in that moment or in that movement, excuse me. Um, and then also I would say like that, I, it wasn't, I had a really good RUF pastor who, um, was not like preaching those things yeah. from the pulpit or whatever it's called in the university setting. But, <laughs> um, but it was definitely around me and my friends. Mm-hmm. And then also I will say like my friends continuing after that was there. And then, working for a church that was there with some of the people and it was the same church Catherine that you grew up in Mm -hmm. um that Mm -hmm. was there with a lot of the girls who were in college at the time that I was kind of helping them walk through um Mm -hmm. life with to use a very Christian knees (laughs) phrase um that was very inundated in their upbringing as well and Mm -hmm. so I did not again personally experience it as much but I saw the effects it had on other people and I saw a lot of people rush into marriage really quickly Mm. um out of this fear that like they would stumble and they Mm -hmm. and the most important thing is to not stumble and is not to ask some of the harder questions that I think are really important to ask before marriage um and so I would say that that's probably I think rushing into marriage is probably one of the biggest ways I saw the negative implications mm-hmm. of purity culture. Mm. That's a really good For point. Sure. And I agree with that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. um, what are the, uh, some of the other like negative implications you guys have noticed? Yeah. I mean, I think we've talked a lot about it just being very restrictive and fear instilling, but something else like this is a very real thing I'm about to say, but there very much was this, idea of like boys will be boys and Mm. I think that that gave way to in some twisted sense the acceptance and allowance of yep of sexual assault and Mm. abuse from men towards women yeah and like was that preached or taught in the church I mean (laughs) hopefully not and not in my experience but I think that Mm -hmm. it gave way to like these things are okay or Mm -hmm. you have authority and power over women and like mm-hmm. that's not okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, victim blaming. Yeah, absolutely. Oh gosh, absolutely. Because a lot of times you even see that even on when they recount things now, like they constantly talk about and describe what the woman was wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is that mm-hmm. relevant? Right. It's not. <laughs> Why is that yeah. relevant? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And ugh, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes my stomach turn. Yeah, I think I think for me agreeing with you know just what you all have said too, but I think it has just 
distorted perceptions. And with that, like we respond and engage out of that and mm. myself included. Um, but definitely distorted perceptions, even within marriage. And we've talked about that already. Yes, I'm not married, but again, have plenty of friends who are, and they're like, like you said earlier, live like a switch is supposed to be flipped and immediately you're supposed to feel differently and think differently from everything that has been ingrained in you since you were like a child, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and you're supposed to just like, yeah, just be different. And mm -hmm. I'm like, in what, mm -hmm. like how, in what like right mind mm -hmm. mindset does that make sense? Yeah. You know, you because wouldn't it's say like that about anything else. You wouldn't because we're always like change takes time. You have to put work and effort and energy into it. And there's discipline. And yet we're like, okay, you know, flip a switch. But then it's also like, if you can't, it's like, well, I don't understand mm -hmm. why she can't flip a switch. You know, yeah. like what's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and then it's like, dang, you're feeling guilt and shame on yep. every single side, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so I just can't imagine even what that's like as well. And there was even that movement within purity culture and I think within that I kissed dating goodbye, like no kissing before you're married even or like, like no just touching. All, yeah. I think like all these I other physical, like, like yeah, no touching like, all. okay, you're going to go from literally being friends yeah. and like high five and maybe even never holding, holding hands to now we're married and like all bets are off. Like yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> People are like, figure it out. Yeah. Good luck over there. <laughs> Be like, I think we should just play rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, what are ways that, because I think we've talked a lot about the wounds that this has left with <laughs> children of the 90s. Yes. We're like, <laughs> what, what wounds? And another one. <laughs> oh, we're totally great. <laughs> um, they made a rude comment about my tan kini. My tan kini. Oh my god! The gateway swimsuit. I, I did. Oh I have tankinis. Yes, I forgot that that's even what they're called. Yeah, because oh, Olivia man. was like, "I wear a two-piece. <laughs> let's call it what it is—a bikini." <laughs> you know, I had a tankini. <laughs> Catherine had a one-piece. <laughs> we all. I had some two pieces, but I just couldn't the, wear them at the church camp. <laughs> the progressive, the progression of those. That's so funny. Well, yes. when you had to like debate, like, is this which social setting is? Right, this? right. Is Are this we, a bikini yeah. or tankini? If we're feeling a little unsure, we'll just tankini. Tankini. It. Yeah, always tankini. Yeah. Safe bet. Safe bet. Stop. Come with a little skirt. Oh, You're cute. Oh my god. You <laughs> did. Well, we've talked about the wounds. How do you guys suggest we start to heal some of those wounds? Mm. Can we? That's tough. <laughs> or what are some recommendations? <laughs> what are some recommendations it's of some things that <laughs> others I'm just messing. have recommended? to help heal those wounds. I mean honestly I think it's this I think it's open and honest conversation yep. yeah. about where yep. we've been the past the wounds the hurts the what it was and is and yep. the negative things that came with it absolutely and it's also recognizing the things that you know and I think it's gonna be different for everyone but the things that I don't agree with or don't believe or yeah, you know, I'm not taking with me and bringing in, but recognizing mm -hmm. that there was a time where I did believe those things or I was told these things and it was very much inundated in me. And that's going to be hard to get rid of and mm -hmm. reframe. Like you said, court, like some yeah. things are still subconscious within you and the, there's gotta be some grace for yourself in that as you're processing through. And, you know, a lot of people like to talk about like deconstruction and reconstruction when it comes to faith. Um, and I think like 
in this, it's like, okay, deconstructing all these things and then reconstructing in a way or building back up. Like what do I think of Mm. sex and relationship and all these things. And without that lens that kind of felt like it was a barricade Mm -hmm. through Mm -hmm. upbringing in that purity culture. Yeah. No, that's good, Catherine. And I think that, so something I I didn't mention, something I want to touch on too that I think is a negative implication is the inability for men and women to have actual relationships that are not romantic. Mm. I think that that really came out of the purity culture movement as well. Very good point. And uh, again, my parents, not to like, I'm sure my parents did things within this movement at some point that weren't great, but they mostly just did really good things. And that's what I can recall right now. (laughs) Great job. Um, (laughs) Also, they're going to be like, Livia, they're going to listen to this episode and be like, Livia, what do you want from us? Like, what are (laughs) you, what are you, you're buttering us up for something over here. (laughs) But they were big on like, like they weren't going to ask if I mentioned a boy, like, Oh, is your boyfriend or like what, Um. you know, or like, um, they encouraged us to have relationships with people of the opposite gender because, it's good to be able to view people of the opposite gender in ways that are not just sexual or fearful Um, or fearful. Yeah. 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 So I think like, and I'm pregnant and raising a child while I'm recording this, at least we're pregnant. I'm pregnant. And I think about in raising kids. And I know some of you guys are raising kids. Like how do I help my son see girls as just like, other people and not like and they're you know they're individuals and not just like oh this is some girl um and then vice versa if I ever had a daughter like seeing boys as just like other humans and not like just specifically as a boy um and then I think too like doing that with ourselves and our relationships with people of other genders mm-hmm. um and viewing people as individuals in general instead mm-hmm. of just like trying to put people in these boxes based on if they're, you know, male or female or even like cisgender. Mm -hmm. Like we, I think that helping deconstruct the way that we view gender as such a black and white kind of situation um, could be helpful in helping people relate to each other in a healthier way. Mm -hmm. The church within purity culture and this whole movement really liked the black and white in the boxes. Like they're a Mm -hmm. very big fan of that. And so it, it is like, wow, deconstructing that is tough because it was just so like sectioned off in mm-hmm. that way. So mm-hmm. that's a really good point, love. Yeah. I think we just have to remember, I know we joked earlier about where's Grace. Um, where is she? Like, but truly like as, and you mentioned this a little bit too, Kat, like having grace for yourself as you're figuring things out, uh, but also for others and mm-hmm. like, I would encourage people to just like call things out, you know, within each other in a healthy, respectful way. Like don't go putting people on blast on corners again. Cause <laughs> I think that now that goes into a different culture that we can get into on another podcast. <laughs> another Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> um, love, love some sidewalk yellers. Um, <laughs> my fave, but I think that, um, yeah, like I think just being, open about it too. Like I, I agree. I think that's the biggest thing because I think I feel there's a lot of shame and you hide away. Like when you hide things away, that's where shame can live. And so taking away the power uh, Mm -hmm. that belong or that it kind of belongs to. I have so much to even think about as we have just been going through this episode, ladies. Mm -hmm. 
Like y'all have taught me quite a bit, especially with the deep dives. But I also, yes, I appreciate it. But I also think even with where I am right now, like I still, I'm like, man, Mm -hmm. I need to process some of that. Or like, okay, is this truly a decision that I've made for me? Mm -hmm. Or is this like, like, what is this decision rooted in? You know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know all the thoughts. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, what are some things that can help us continue to think? You mean some recommendations? Yes, I do. (laughs) Do you mean we are not what a what a transition? (laughs) If there ever was one, I'm just going to start with my recommendation because I'm so excited about it, and I'm scared that Catherine's going to steal it. Of course you are. Go on. Um, a lot of my deep dive came from Jesus and John Wayne. Mm, So good, and it is so so good. It is by Kristen Cobez Dumay. And it is such a good book. It basically walks you through the history of evangelical Christianity from the 50s to today um, and addresses the question, not to be political, but this is what the book is totally centered around is like how the evangelical Christians came out in masses to support Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And it is such a good book and if you don't have time for the book which I argue you should make time for the book it's not even it didn't even take me that long to read um but if you don't have time for the book the holy post podcast mm-hmm. is a four-part interview series mm-hmm. with her and she gets into a lot of the nitty-gritty and I think that so for purity culture specifically it really puts it in the context of the whole evangelical Christian movement mm-hmm. of the last century mm-hmm. give or take and makes things make a lot more sense. And it will not only leave you with thoughts about purity culture, mm-hmm. but thoughts about so things. many things. It is so thought provoking and like Ugh. challenging and just yeah. so good. And that so four good. part series came out in the summer of 2021, just in case. Yeah. So you're when you're looking, looking back through. It. Yeah. Yeah. So but that's so my good. recommendation. That was not mine, but I'm so glad you brought that mm. love. Um, I'm going to recommend a person and recommend that you check out some of her stuff. Her name is Kat Harris, and she is has got a lot of different stuff. She's got a podcast. She's got a blog. So her blog website is called The Refined Woman, and her podcast is called The Refined Collective Podcast. She's also written a book. She's been on a lot of other podcasts. Um, I actually listened to a podcast in preparation for this that is – the podcast is called The Weight Podcast, and the topic was purity culture with Kat Harris. So she was a guest on that podcast. But I would definitely challenge you to check her out. Um, she's actually a single woman and just talks a lot about her experience kind of deconstructing what she grew up uh, being taught. And in this purity culture movement, she has done a lot of work. Um, she is, she does also give a lot of kind of um, backing to just the gospel, the Bible. And she goes through a lot of like, Hey, this is what purity culture says. And this is what the Bible says. And these don't match. And she just really breaks a lot of that down. So I would really encourage you to check her out. Also, just one thing to note a couple of things when I was listening to this podcast, I wanted to just touch on really quick. Um, because she's a single female, she actually 
attends a church that really puts an emphasis on milestones for single people and honoring them, like regardless of marital status. And I know court shared about this before and we've talked about Mm -hmm. like baby showers and wedding showers, but like I just bought a car and paid it off Mm -hmm. or I just bought a house. Like let's have milestones there. Um, And she has talked a lot about that, but also in addition, she said, you know, when is the last time that you heard of a single pastor leading a church? Like Mm -hmm. someone who is not married. Mm -hmm. And she's like, probably never. Um, But she's like, Jesus was single. Paul was single. Like Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's just some thought provoking stuff too. When it comes to like the nuclear family that the evangelical church seems to worship um, and her Mm -hmm. being a single female and that in addition with all the purity culture stuff. So I know that was a lot, but Kat Harris, check her out. I have really enjoyed what I've heard from her. Um, and like I said, podcast and website, if you want to read about it or if you want to listen, you can check her out. Mm. Yeah. So my recommendation is a book and it's from a person that I have shared before and am clearly a fan of none other than Brene Brown. Miss <gasps> Brene. We should have her on the podcast. <laughs> Come on, Brene. Oh yeah. We'll just casually call her up. I think we could get her. I think her. she's got time for it. I think it. we could get her. So, um, <laughs> Braving the Wilderness and it is by Brene Brown, like I said. <laughs> and yes, we know she's the queen of vulnerability, um, but she has also extensively studied and researched shame mm. and, um, and how, to combat shame. And I feel like that goes directly into what we've been talking about with purity culture. And so, um, in braving the wilderness, she's discussing about, or discusses like how belonging is achieved. Um, but also she talks about how you can maintain relationships with people who have different beliefs than you. Um, and even when you want to like still be in community with them. You know, so I think that'll probably go into. That's a book we all need right right, now. Right. Especially cancel culture all the time. (laughs) So, but um, anyways, yeah. So check that out. Braving the Wilderness by Mm. Brene Brown. That's awesome. Well, guys, it was a lot. And I hope that you enjoyed it. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Found some value there. Yeah. I know that we related. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I know there was a lot to unpack there for sure. But thanks for tuning in with us and sticking through it. I think that this was something that the three of us, you know, had involvement in when we were growing up. It was definitely the culture that kind of surrounded us, even if we didn't weren't fully invested into it. And I think just the opportunity to share and mm-hmm. relate and talk about the negatives and talk about where we're at now with it um, was, was helpful. And I hope that it was helpful for you guys too. So definitely stay tuned. We'll be back next week with something different. We will not be talking about purity culture again um, next week, but we are excited to be back with you. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, feel free to subscribe to stay up to date on our latest content. Don't forget to rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening from. And we'd love to hear from you. So reach out to let us know what content you want to hear in the future. This podcast is edited by Katherine Compo. Show notes are written by Olivia DeHart. And the podcast is produced by Courtney Tilford, Katherine Compo, and Olivia DeHart.